All right, it's that time of the week. We dive into our Big 12 football picks against the spread. I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. It is great to be here with you for another week. We've got three games this week. We struggled a bit last week. Uh, one, three, and one was the number, but boy, we were just off on a couple of those games. Oh, man, that one burnt me last week. The Kansas State game burnt me the most. All right, the K-State game where you've got the situation where uh, Malik Knowles runs back a 90-some-odd-yard kickoff return in garbage time to cover the spread. Like Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports was on the side of K-State covering the 12-and-a-half points. I was on the OU side of things, and Portnoy's posting videos like, yeah, woo all right, man. It's like, dude, oh, you're killing me. Because I was on OU's side of this deal, and it was a it was a lock win. Now, Portnoy bet like 70 grand on the game. That's a few more zeros than what I had in front of my bet, but still, that one hurt. That one really hurt me last week. I didn't like that one bit. And then the other one that burnt me was Baylor-Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State scores that late touchdown to cover the spread, but it was, you know, a field goal game, obviously, in that one. So... Uh, that one was painful. That one was also, also a painful one. All right, but let's get to it this week. And before we get to my picks, like this week in the Big 12 is very underrated. And let me explain why. Two coaches in particular are feeling the heat right now in the Big 12. West Virginia's Neil Brown and Texas Tech's Matt Wells. Now, Matt Wells got some of that off last week when he went to Morgantown and beat Neil Brown. Like, that was big for both of those programs and both of those head coaches. But this week matters just as much because if Texas Tech follows up that win in Morgantown with, let's say, a bad loss to Gary Patterson's TCU Horn Frogs, uh, Tech fans are still going to be like, what the heck? You know, you get smoked by Texas and TCU. Great, you beat West Virginia. I mean, they're uh, 1,200 miles away. I'm not bumping into... Mountaineers at the water cooler. I got to deal with these horn frogs and longhorns all over the state. So Matt Wells still has a lot at stake here in this game against TCU in a pick'em game. And then Gary Patterson, like Gary Patterson's got a statue. He's not going anywhere. But this was a year where people talked, myself included, about Gary Patterson and the horn frogs being that surprise Big 12 team, being that dark horse Big 12 team. And if they lose, this weekend, they are going to be 0-2 in the Big 12 and 2-3 and overall. And that is going to be a bad start to the season for the TCU Horned Frogs, who, by the way, after this game against Texas Tech, go to Oklahoma and would be staring 0-3 in the face in the Big 12 and 2-4 and overall in a year that they were supposed to possibly get back to competing near the top of the Big 12. That would be really bad. For Gary Patterson and the TCU Horn Frogs. Really bad. So this game means a lot for Matt Wells continuing that momentum from last week. And a lot for Gary Patterson too. Not that he's on any hot seat. He's not. He'll be there till he wants to go. But uh, for a guy who's had three straight mediocre seasons now, which is something he's never had to deal with during his time at TCU, uh, it'd be a bad look. And maybe some fans would start to wonder if he's lost a little bit about, a little bit of that mojo which would not be an unfair conversation to have if you're looking at four straight mediocre seasons in a row for uh, this program, which has recruited, by the way, pretty well. So you can't say it's on recruiting. You just can't do that, all right? 
So that game, number one, is interesting for that reason. West Virginia at Baylor. Baylor was in the top 25. They lose to Oklahoma State. Uh, this after getting a huge win against Iowa State. And a lot of people are going to be sitting there and wondering to themselves, hey, uh, is Baylor for real? Or did they have a soft non-conference and then get Iowa State at the right time, which is early in the season? Those are fair conversations to have. Those are fair questions to ask. Okay, they, they are. I'm not going to sit here and say they're not. And if they lose this game, that is what some people are going to say about this game and about this matchup and about this team in particular. So that's what makes that one interesting for Baylor and then for West Virginia. Forget it. Neil Brown loses this game, and West Virginia's sitting there at 0-3 in Big 12 play and 2-4 and overall. I'm not saying he's going anywhere. He just signed an extension. Auburn wanted to talk to him last offseason. But uh, WVU fans are going to be like, hey, how and when does this start turning around under you? Like, and, and when are you going to, especially if the quarterback struggles again, what's the plan with Garrett Green? What are you doing with Jared Dagey? Like, I don't think Garrett Green can throw the ball like he needs to to win games in the Big 12 right now. But I know I've seen enough to Jar- of Jared Dagey to know that he's a mediocre Big 12 quarterback. I know that much. So what do you start to do in terms of looking beyond, you know, the next game? What do you do in terms of looking ahead? I, I, I don't have the answer but that's what makes this one big for both of those programs. And then OU in Texas, besides the fact that it's OU in Texas, it's just a really interesting game because it's two teams now in the top 25. OU has not played its best football. Texas's offense is really humming. Like, the more interesting matchup to me is the Texas offense against the Oklahoma defense. That's the best matchup. That's where this game is won. Because of how good Oklahoma's defense has been, OU's not undefeated right now in the top six without the defense. I mean, the offense has obviously been the Achilles heel of this team. And for Oklahoma, the defense has done such a good job, but they have not seen B. John Robinson, right? They, they just they have not seen a player of that caliber run the football like B. John Robinson, who should be in the Heisman conversation. That's how good this dude is. He's the best running back in this league in quite some time. And that's not to knock anybody else who has been in in this league at that position. There's been some great players, even in recent memory in the Big 12, who have been really good running backs. But it just goes to show you how good good B. John Robinson has been, which is outstanding. So these three games, I know it's it's a smaller schedule for the Big 12 this week, but they all have incredible intrigue for their own reasons, and let's get to it. But before we do that, don't forget about our friends at MyBookie.com. That's where I'm placing my Big 12 bets this weekend. Hopefully a vast improvement, of course. And the beautiful thing about MyBookie, who have been partnered with us for a very long time, several seasons now, is your first-time deposit, they match it for free. That means you put in 100 200 300 they give you that money right into your account. They just dump it in. There's no unlocking it, no questions asked. And it's a great way to be heavily involved with everything happening on not just the college football betting scene, but also the NFL betting scene on Sundays. All your lines, great interface, easy to read, understand, all the parlays that you want as well. Who doesn't love a good parlay, right? And uh, get ready for the Red River rivalry. I know you want to place a bet, especially on that game this weekend, and mybookie.com is the place to do it right now. So go check them out, get involved, and use our promo code BIG12, BIG12, is how you get that doubling of your first-time deposit at mybookie.com. Our promo code, BIG12, BIG12. 
All right, let's start with, uh, where do we want to start? Let's start with West Virginia and Baylor. So both of these teams are 3-2 and two against the spread this season. So you don't take anything out of this there, right? They're both 3-2 and two against the spread this season. And by the way, Baylor is a three-point favorite at home against the Mountaineers. You've got a Baylor team, though, that has struggled lately in October, 0-4-1 against the spread in their last five games in the month of October. Uh, but they're good as a favorite, 6-3 and three against the spread as the favorite. That means something, and that is worth something as well. These two teams are basically split against the spread in their last nine games. Baylor has a slight edge, 5-4 and four against the number. But here's the thing for me in this one. I am going with the West Virginia Mountaineers because I believe the Mountaineers are desperate. I think Neil Brown knows he's desperate. I think this team has been close the last couple of weeks. Obviously, against, uh, you know, you look at two weeks ago against Oklahoma. You look at last week against Texas Tech. Neil Brown has been lighting up the press this week, not lighting them up, but saying how we came out of that game last week was unacceptable. No points in the first half. We had a good second half, but it was too little too late. That cannot happen again. So I'm going to go with the West Virginia Mountaineers in this game against the Baylor Bears in what is going to be a low-scoring game. I think that West Virginia's defense is going to do a really good job against the Baylor offense. And you just need something like a, you know, pick a number. You need really a a 17-14 kind of game. I would buy a half a point if you have to and get yourself three and a half points in this game for West Virginia. And then I would take the underdogs on the road in Waco on Saturday. Next up, I'll save the Red River for last. All right, I'm going to do that and save the Red River for last. So don't you worry there. Let's, Let's go to TCU and Texas Tech on Saturday. Mentioned this one was a pick The line has moved a little bit in favor of TCU in some places, but here's the deal. Uh, these two teams this season, Texas Tech is 3-2 and two against the spread. TCU is 0-3-1 against the spread. So they have yet to win a game against the number this season. But I think TCU is due for a breakout game. I think Vegas has not given them enough love in this one. And I'm, I'm also of the belief that Max Duggan is going to break out and that it can happen this weekend against Texas Tech, that, yes, they've got a quarterback in Henry Columbia who has looked better, okay, but so much of that was because of how slow West Virginia came out last week in Morgantown. That drove a lot of that. And TCU's defense has actually been problematic this year, but I believe that they will shut Henry Columbia down. They will get to him early. That will open things up for Zach Evans in the running game. And we know that Tech has had some issues against the running game, against good running backs with solid offensive lines. I think TCU can finally put together on that side of the ball. And they've been very good on the road. TCU is 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five road games. That's an impressive number. All right? That's a very impressive number. I like it. And I'm rolling with TCU as a pick or Or I'll take them as a minus one as well, obviously. Last but not least, Oklahoma and Texas. All right, the Red River is here, baby. And I'm taking Oklahoma minus three and a half. Here's what this pick came down to. OU has played 10 games in which the Sooners were favored by seven points or less since Lincoln Riley became head coach in 2017. He is eight and two in those games straight up. He is 7-2-1 in those games against the spread. 
And in games, OU is favored by six and a half points or less since 2017. He is 5-0 and straight up, 4-0-1 against the spread. Give me Oklahoma in this game. The offense finally started to click last week. I still believe this OU defense is what ultimately is going to win them this game. They are going to stop Bijan Robinson as much as anybody can stop Bijan. Make Casey Thompson beat them through the air. And I think that that secondary is going to make a play or two that ends up being the difference in this one on Saturday at the Cotton Bowl there in Dallas. So Oklahoma will take care of this one, and they will finally cover a spread against an FBS team, which they have not done yet this year. OU is four is one and four against the number. Texas is four and one. That could play a role in what Vegas set this line at as well. So I'm on the Sooners. Minus the three. I'm going to buy the half a point, by the way, just to be safe. OU minus three. West Virginia plus three. I've seen some line movement there, so buy the half a point if you have to as well. That's going to be a low-scoring game. And then uh, TCU as a pick which is where I got this thing when it opened. But I would, you know, if push comes to shove for you, I would go TCU uh, minus a point and, and, and be very comfortable with that, obviously. I'm picking TCU to win this game over Texas Tech. There you go, our week six picks against the spread. Don't forget, place those bets at mybookie.com. Our promo code BIG12 doubles your sign-up bonus. Yes, doubles your sign-up bonus at mybookie.com. And also leave a rating and a review on this show, and we will get you a free Heartland College Sports koozie. When you leave a rating and a review, I'm sending out a bunch today, actually, because we had them on back order. So leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. And uh, you get a free koozie, courtesy of us. The only way to get it is by rating and reviewing the podcast and then telling me about it as well. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you on Sunday for our recap show. And um, have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you soon.